Here we go. Speaking of fucked up, here's some fucked up questions for you, mate. Question number one. I'm going to say their fucking name. Jamal, what Jamal we 83 says, why is he such a knobhead? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> it's just the shape of, it's just the shape and curvature of my head. Like I can't. It's a shape yeah. of his head. He can't, he can't control yeah. that. What, like, why would you make fun of a guy in a wheelchair? Exactly. You know I mean, it's, it's, exactly. it's just the way I was born. Like, exactly. All right. Next one is when will you start your OnlyFans? No, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm what? not going to start OnlyFans. No. I think this person, uh, Melina, wants to know when you're starting. I think you got a subscriber right here. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. Thanks, Melina. Um, you can just send me the money. There you go. Have you ever done porn videos with your partners and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've made sex tapes and stuff. There you go. Just release that shit. Did yeah, you, have, just did you do any it, videos eh? with Bronte? Any porn videos with Bronte? No, no. I did offer and she liked the idea of doing a joint OnlyFans at the end of the show. But um, yeah, never, never happened. Mm, I think we did some in our season. Some fucking hectic videos got filmed in our season. But, <laughs> you know, that's a whole other story. I won't go into those details. All right. <laughs> this person says... I've seen better acting in a porno, but way to go in wanting to be the villain. Was it staged? Well, I think the whole show is staged. Like it's an artificial, yeah, it's the, the, people are like, is it scripted? No, it's reality television. They can't give you a script, but I mean, it doesn't mean that it's not completely produced down to the, the finest yeah. details. Like they're putting, like, if they didn't put real people in there, to react to these ridiculous situations, it actually wouldn't be good television. Like exactly. it would seem too fake. It'd seem like you're watching a movie every time you watch Mass. Mate, exactly. So they get real people that aren't actors to just yep. fucking it's, run it's them up in there. Mate, you got to give it to the producers. They're fucking clever. They make an amazing show. Everyone loves to watch it. But it's everyone out there that keeps asking this question. I still get it to this day. No, none of us are actors. We're just fucking idiots that got. Okay, well, like, put it this way: if I if I did my time over again, I would act completely differently. Better or and worse? Then it would be, and then it would be acting. No, I just I just know what the formula is now. But would you I try and the... come across as like a better, more virtuistic person, or or would you just fucking run a mark? Or what do you mean you'd act differently? Okay, well. First of all, if I went into the show now, um, I would make sure that I had absolutely no contact with anyone uh, female for at least a month before going on the show, <laughs> right? How many chicks um, were you banging for that month before oh, you went bro, in? heaps, bro, heaps. Good on you, um, power to you. Yeah, I was single, like, what the fuck? Hey, anyway, like you um, said, like, you're so a single guy. When I get there, when I, get there um, I would fake the shit out of my relationship, no matter who I was matched with for the duration of the show. Um, I would be nice as pie to them. I would never raise an issue. I wouldn't, I, whatever they did, I wouldn't care. I would just be super nice when I'm around them. Fake as shit. Um, I would pretend- <laughs> I think a lot of people do pretend, that. Yeah, I would pretend to care about issues that anyone else seemed to care about because I know that's where production is going to go. Yep. So like, say for example, say for example, the kiss between Adam and Claire. I didn't think it was that big a deal. I thought the line to Jesse and Janelle was worse. 
right? Yeah. But everyone seemed to focus on the kiss. Now I'd be like, oh, you kissed each other? Oh, yeah, my man. God. Yeah, I think that's, what all the, production. that's what all the women yeah. were doing on your season. You could tell. They were yeah, fucking yeah. fake. Every time something small happened, I remember Lindell just going, and I was like, yeah. you Lindell, don't do that in real Lindell life. Lindell is fake as fuck, and I cannot stand yeah. that closing fucking ceremony, the, the final vows, where she didn't even give him the chance to say his piece. That, that was the real Lindell. That was the real Lindell. That's pathetic. It's actually pathetic, yeah. and I'm sorry, her feelings were hurt, and she just, that was her only way of having control of the situation, and that, you know, that was just her little bit of power. And I thought it was well, actually imagine, quite childish and pathetic. Imagine um, deriving your power from silencing and belittling someone else. Yeah. So what? Uh, he didn't want to be with you. Sorry. He didn't want to be with you. What, What's the problem? He, he was honest that about that. What is the big problem with yeah. that? Why, why, can't, why can't he explain that to you in his own yeah, way? Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you, like you've just done. Yeah, exactly. But, but again, like, again, like, why, why was... Why was the silencing and deplatforming of Cameron not a bigger deal in the media? Like I watched yeah. that, I watched that commitment ceremony and just lost any of the remaining respect I had for Lindell, which didn't mean nothing uh, to her. It was her disgusting. Time, but it was absolutely. I disgusting. think. Um, yeah, I watched that and just thought, "You're pathetic." Well, you can't pathetic. stand there and listen. You can't stand there and have someone tell you honestly yeah. how they feel about you, good and bad. Yeah. How fucking piss weak are you? Yeah, that was pathetic. That was pathetic. Mm. All right, next question. Especially especially coming from someone that spent 10 weeks with everyone telling him what they thought of him, me, right? Yeah. Coming from that background, I was like, what, you can't have it for five minutes? Yeah. That is the ultimate show of weakness. Yeah. And you want to come across as this, like, independent woman that's found your voice? Please, please. Independent yeah. women, strong women, women I look up to, like my mother, mm -hmm. the person I'm in a relationship with, uh, other women in my life, those women, real strong women, women with a voice, they mm. wouldn't fucking back down and tell someone yep. that they couldn't talk. They didn't want to hear what they had to say. Yeah, that's fucking joke. No, that's exactly, man. Exactly. That's that just showed it showed immaturity. It showed that she was. It was um, cowardice. It was cowardice, bro. It was petty. It was petty. Yeah, and it, it was it showed it showed a very a weakness of character. Were you jealous of Mel because you fancied her? I got that impression. What? I was never I was never attracted to Melinda. Um she had all of the parts of what I'm attracted to in a woman, but it just we just didn't there was no chemistry there because we didn't gel. We didn't get along. I think you need to get along with someone to to have any chemistry and be attracted to well, no, that's not entirely true. You could be attracted to someone that hates your guts, but I, I didn't like her. <laughs> They're the hottest so, ones. Yeah, the bitches a, that hate our guts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, the thing wait, is, I wasn't, I didn't like her, so that, that killed the attraction. But um, what, what do they mean? Were funny, you jealous uh, of Mel? What does that even mean? Why, why would I be jealous of her? Yeah, that's I am. Well, speaking of that, yeah. is there any other relationships that have come out of this maths? Like any, any other crew hooked up. I know there was talk of Taylor hooking up with Cam. Do you reckon they actually banged? Uh, no, I think there was a lot of flirting going on and I think that there were um, there was chemistry there and the wheels were turning, but I think that I think that Lindell getting in the middle of it just killed it for them. <laughs> Cock blocker 101. Taylor was my well, favorite. Well, that's the thing. It was like, what, what, I, what I didn't understand. Fucking hilarious. 
what I didn't understand was like if Lyndall didn't want him and didn't even want to hear what he had to say, why does she then care about who he goes and hooks up with later? Exactly, dude. Exactly. Shut yeah, up. Move on. Be happy that. for him. If anything, you should be yeah. happy. You should be like, oh, good yeah. on you. You found at least You've just, she oh, had to turn it yeah. around to her being the victim. That's 100%, what they 100%. do. Victimhood is If you read, if you read her um, Instagram captions, because um, I get sent screenshots of other people's Instagrams in the group chat with the boys. Um, if you read her Instagram caption, it said like something about taking the trash out, or Cam was the trash that got took out, or something. Yeah, uh, whatever. Taken, taken out. And um, and I remember seeing the screenshot and just thinking, like. If you're that happy that he's trash and he took himself out, why were you then so upset about Taylor moving exactly. up again? Like, yeah. And the, the funny thing was, is um, I think her argument to that would be, oh, well, I wasn't comfortable with it because it was happening while we were on the show. And A, that's not true. And B, if it was, aren't you a hypocrite? Because you were kind of sucking up to Hugo and Josh you know what I mean? So it's like, and 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 Josh actually thought that he had a a relationship with Lyndall after the show. Right. I mean, he he flew, he flew over to Perth, right, right to see her, okay. told her that he loved her, and she turned around and said, "I've got a boyfriend. Thanks for coming, wow. but no thanks." Wow. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that she's fake Well, that brings me to yeah. my next question: Who is the fakest on the show? Out of the men first and then women, I'm going to ask you both, who is the fakest person on this season of your show? And, you know, I, look, I just think the fakest person um, on the whole show, in my experience, was, un- and I don't want to keep saying it because I've said it to death now, but it was, it was Bronte, right? Like, it was Bronte. Bronte. Bronte in interviews is trying to make out like she had inside information on a guy that she could potentially be matched with mm. who was seeing a friend of a friend of hers and she just magically forgot about that the minute yeah, she walked down the aisle. That is fake. That like, is fake as fuck. Like, and I like also think there was some leaked text, wasn't there? Wasn't there a leaked text where she leaked, said, oh, if it is that guy, then we're going to put on a big show for the cameras or something? There was leaked voice messages, leaked text messages when she got into the... So the leaked voice messages were before the experiment, where she said, if I get matched with him, me, I'll use it to my advantage, play Africa, blah, blah, blah. We then get into the experiment. She never comes clean about the fact that she knew who I was beforehand. Mm. And then when we're in the experiment, she's sending text messages to other girls going, oh, I'm just going to get to week six or seven and pull a Brent on him. Yeah. So it's like, she was just fake the whole fucking time. And then yeah. since, since the show has aired, she has been nonstop fake. She still did. She did an interview that dropped today where she was, she's trying to retrospectively change the narrative on things, say yeah. that conversations happened that didn't happen. I listened to um, Bronte's So Dramatic podcast. Oh, and God. again, she just fucking acted like um, the minute she walked down the aisle, she forgot all of these like big bombshell information yeah. that she had. That is fake. That, like, you're right. You're that right. is so fucking That's fake. fake. Like, exactly the same thing happening. If someone, in, um... if someone had... So hold on one sec, one sec. If yeah. someone had said to me... I've got a photo of this girl you could be matched with. She's sleeping with a friend of a friend of yours, mm. right? All this sort of stuff. If I found that out, there is no fucking way, absolutely no fucking way that I would forget that on the yeah. way to the show, Yeah. right? I would have that in my back pocket the entire fucking time. Yeah. So for her to pretend like she just forgot about it is so, it's fake. 
Then on top of that, with the same fucking, with the same podcast, she's claimed that there was domestic violence to her on the set of Mass. Disgusting. Right, which never happened. No one's ever backed that story up. There's no, there's no evidence for it. It's completely absurd. Right. All right. So she's, well, she's hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. everything. Bronte has accused you of committing domestic violence against her on the show. Did that Correct. ever happen? Is there any truth to that? Is it, what? What? Why? Why did she say that? That is, that is absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. You know, it's funny, my ex um, fiance, Sophie, did the same podcast. And whilst I have issues with different lies Sophie told about our relationship and certain things that have happened since the relationship breakup, one thing Sophie did say that was in my favor was that in the whole duration of our relationship and since, she's never felt scared and I was never violent or physical with her. Mm. So it just doesn't, like, Bronte's story doesn't line up at any point. No one saw it on the show. There's no evidence for it. And even my ex, who I had a lot more invested in, mm. has said she never felt scared and she, uh, I've never been violent or, or any, intimidated her in any way. Well, why so do you think she said just, that? Why did Bronte say that? She's losing the battle of credibility. Yes. And so she's just trying to, like she did with the mental health trump card in the conversation, She's just trying to escalate the situation, the situation yeah. constantly to play a bigger victim. Man, I actually 100% believe you. And I saw exactly the same thing happen with Jamie Gardner, I believe her name is, the blonde-haired chick from like two seasons If my ago. phone dies, if hey. my phone dies, it's like, if my phone dies, it's because it's on 10%. So. All right. We'll, we'll get on to some other stuff soon. But Jamie Gardner was with a guy called Chris, I believe, and she did exactly the same thing on the Megan Pacetto so dramatic podcast accused him of domestic violence, which oh, was mate. absolutely untrue. I spoke to that guy mate. as well. He's the nicest bloke ever. I asked him yeah, I've spoken to him. I would yeah. not be friends with a man who actually is committing domestic violence with a woman. I don't want to even speak to those people. Anyone that commits domestic violence against women is a piece of shit. And I don't want anything mm. to do with them. And I know for a fact, Chris Jensen, I believe his name is, did not commit any kind of violence against Jamie Gardner, yet she went on that podcast and on her Instagram, and she ne she never quite actually said it. She's kind of alluded to it to get the public on and, her side and, and to try and Megan, change the narrative. And, is, and, and Megan this is the problem the with, blank, yeah. again, feminism, the hashtag Me Too movement. Sometimes it gets railroaded by these disgusting women who try and turn it around into their benefit. Now, speaking of disgusting women, Megan Pacetto. If people out there don't know who she is, she does a podcast and she's obsessed with reality TV. She hates men in general, unless they're pussy little weak men. Um, and she lies constantly. Now, you've had some run-ins with Megan Pacetto. What do you think about this? Mate, I've, I've, had to, um, I've had to hire lawyers to send defamation notices to Megan. Megan called me a textbook psychopath among other things which and she is herself by far much yeah, worse than you. The, the interesting thing was i don't think megan's ever opened a textbook on psychology so i mean for her to refer for her to refer to a textbook she's obsessed with you and me <laughs> and bryce yeah yeah i know i know she's made she's got a heart on she to fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of get that vibe too actually yeah oh, I, mate, I don't think you can hate someone so much and be, be so obsessed 
be so obsessed with someone without there being some sort of sexual motivation. Mm. Um, I think um, I think the thing for me though is Megan's been sacked from every job she's ever had. I've 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 run into a lot of people in the media since doing the show and leaving, um, doing interviews, stuff like that. So I've been around a lot of people in the media, and the overarching uh, opinion about Megan is that she's a parasite. She's completely inept at her job, um, and she's been like, if you look at her, um, if and you look at Megan, like absolute shit. If you I look at me, all of her ex-employees, and they all have said she is a terrible boss. Um, she doesn't do a good job at what she does. She's she's very nasty to them. She hasn't paid many of them, uh, which is a whole mm. other story I won't get into. This is what I've heard. Well, well, if you look at Megan's employment history on her LinkedIn profile, spent like two months at a place, four months at a place, eight months at another place. And it's funny, I then because I go into the studios to go and do interviews with the radio hosts and things like that, I end up meeting all of the producers and I've had two separate producers on two big networks come up to me and say, oh, I've heard about her podcasts on you. I just want you to know she worked here and we stacked her because she was shit at her job. And then I've had another, I had a paparazzi actually. Um, it was so funny. Um, someone has rung in or written into her podcast and dished that I was doing an interview in orange which is not true. Um, I got papped in orange and the photographer came up to me and the photographer knows Megan quite well. Yeah. And the photographer was telling me that um, she got sacked from quite a high profile um, media outlet because she slept with someone that she was supposed to be writing a story about. Mm. And it was really embarrassing. Just, just a bunch of stuff. Like she, she right. yeah, the, the, the whole idea, the whole idea for so dramatic was actually someone else's idea, and she stole it. Just, just a bunch of stuff on Megan um, as a person. Now, all of that aside, right? Um, I really feel like if you are going to be a journalist, you really have to have your compass always needs to point north towards the truth, right? That's what journalism is. You want to find out what the truth is and what the facts are. Megan is not a journalist. Megan has a podcast a where she tells. Yeah, well, what, what Megan is, is Journal Megan. Journalism, has a pod... I'll stop you there. Journalism tells a story from every angle, gathers the truth, gathers facts. Sometimes there are opposing opinions on yep. certain stories. A good journalist yep. sits in the middle, takes the opposing information, and presents a well rounded story. Correct. Megan is not a That's journalist. Correct. She does not do that. No, she gets Megan, Megan, tips um, from fucking God knows who and, and presents a very biased story, mm. uh, usually just out of spite for someone that she doesn't mm. like. And now she did this to me for years on end, and I turned around and fucked her and put, not physically fucked her, but fucked her over <laughs> and did my own video where I called her out for all of her bullshit, showed her being racist, showed her teasing disabled people, showed her doing all this fucked up shit, and she hates it. She's trying to get me to pull the video down. She'll never well, talk. Well, um, so as, a, aside from all that, I feel I feel like the purpose, right of Megan's, the purpose of Megan's podcast isn't to report on reality TV. It's to delve into character assassination and slander and she does that via she gets little information from people but then she would just write her own stories so one of the things that she got wrong was she said that my girlfriend is 21 years old and when she showed um 
when Gina and I first got papped, she was saying, oh, that's the 21-year-old, blah, blah, blah. Gina's 29 years old. So Megan um, reported that you were dating a 21-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. And then she was showing photos of some girl I met on a plane up to Noosa. Not my girlfriend. Right. She was saying that she was my girlfriend. And then when the truth came out, she didn't backpedal the story. She's accused um, people of, of being me on Facebook to the right. point where they've contacted Megan and said like, hey, I'm not Harrison. What the hell are you talking about? And then she's deleted entire podcasts off her platform. Um, what else? She has continuously just slandered me with absolutely absurd, like she's sex shamed me. She's, you know, inferred that I'm um, a, a monster and a psychopath and all this oh sort of stuff. She's the monster. To the point where, I know for a fact yeah, she, well, one, one of her drama army like, employees logged into as private um, like database at a job, at a, at a business where Bryce Ruffin from last season of Maths mm. was going for a job to put food on the table for his two fucking babies that he just had. Megan encouraged this person. Now, this is all what I've been told. I can't 100% clarify it, but I believe it. Uh, Megan encouraged this person to go into the job applications and slander Bryce so that he didn't get the job. So she's fucking with people's actual livelihood and someone well, who was just about well, to have two Megan, kids. Um, what kind of scumbag had, does that? It's disgusting. Well, Megan had... Um... So I did a podcast with Dominella where I talked about um, my history in dating, my previous relationship and what led me to maths. Mm. And the fact that I was single and why I was single was very important to who I was before Married at First Sight. And I talked very generally about it, right? Megan then has my ex headhunted her to go on the podcast. Megan then has my ex on the podcast for two hours where she lied and slandered me. Megan never gave any pushback, never asked for any details, any shred of evidence, nothing. It's just all Sophie's word. And then Megan, in the podcast, right, released the age, name, and location of my three-year-old son. Are you serious? Dead serious. What? Yeah. Dog she beeped out. She, she beeped out, right? She beeped out the name of Kieran, uh, Sophie's brother-in-law, she beeped his name out, a 30-year-old man, to protect his identity, but kept in the age, name, and location of my three-year-old boy. Wow. And you know what her That's argument for keeping that is? You know what her argument, you know what her, I called her out on this on her TikTok. And her argument was, oh, well, you got papped with your son near where he lives. Orange, the suburb of Orange, mm -hmm. is well over an hour from where August resides with Sophie in her home. Mm. Right. Me getting papped in Orange, it's away from Sydney where I live and it's away from Forbes where he lives, yeah. right? It's neutral ground. If yeah. I get papped in Orange and people think that's where he lives, that's great. Yeah. That would deter the crazies. She used that as an excuse for keeping in the age, name and location of my three-year-old boy on her podcast and that was her defense. Oh, well, you got papped in Orange. That's absurd. Mate, Absolutely disgusting. absurd. She will beat out. She, she's the type of person that will beep out the name of a 30-year-old man, Kieran, to protect his identity, but will leave in the age, name, and location of a three-year-old child. You know what she is? She, she has no soul. She's a person no. without a soul. No. She's a person without a conscience. She's a person Absolutely. she runs Absolutely. on, you know she runs she on you know spite and hatred. She had, and she, had my, she had my ex on 
She had my ex on to rip my fucking life apart. She, the, the worst, why did she come to you? The worst, why, did she, why did she get you on? Why did she get me on? Why did she get Bryce on? She wants to slander all of us. Mate, you know, you know, Megan, you know, no Megan never give us the chance to give our side of any of these stories. Like, that is absolutely. Megan, Megan the only time Megan's ever asked me, the only time Megan's ever asked me for a comment, she'd already written a story and posted it, sent me the link, and said, Oh, if there's anything you need to change, let me know. And I'm like, You've just fucking slandered me. Why would I then tell you how to do your job better, you fucking dumbass? Yeah. Right? And then um and then so she had my ex on. My ex has lied and and like lied through her fucking teeth yeah. for two hours on that podcast. That's fine. My I, I sent the link to my mother to listen to, and my mother was gobsmacked at the shit Sophie was talking about. It was funny, the the woman that Sophie had an affair with the married man, contacted my mother, disputing all of the shit she was saying about the age Sophie was, how right. it happened, all that stuff. Sophie said that it happened over 10 years ago. It didn't. It happened seven years ago. Now, that's not a huge difference, yeah. but seven years ago is a lot closer to when we started going out yeah. than 10 years ago, right? Now, I'm Sophie telling, wasn't I'm telling you, I'm telling you, dude. Sophie was like, yeah, this there's so many things. This all comes from extremist things. feminism. This all Mate, comes from so extremist feminism. Feminism so has put things. this idea in so many young women's mm. heads that they are victims, mm. one, and that all men are evil, two. Mm. So they get these ideas in their head. They twist Good men get called out by this shit all the time. Man, Megan's been trying to Megan's been trying to um change this narrative around um my relationship with Sophie when it ended and the fact that I moved away. No, Sophie and I moved into a house together in Shell Cove, the same house that August took his first steps in. We lived there for over eight months together, right? That is a fixed address. That was our family home. Sophie took my son, took him to Forbes under the false pretenses that she just needed a bit of time and space to think. I found out over the phone that we were done. That's when, when I was packing up her stuff, I went on her computer, saw the messages to this other guy. It did not happen two weeks after we broke up. It happened during our relationship. She was lining him up. Okay. I consider that cheating. I consider that if you line up a new relationship while you're with someone, that's cheating. You're cheating yeah. on your partner. You're lining up a new relationship, right? Sophie wants to make out like, oh, because nothing happened until two weeks after. It's like, no, it might not have happened while we were together, but you lining it up while mm. we were together, that's Oh, it's emotional that's cheating one... at the very least. 100%. It's, it's actually called mon monkey branching. It's called monkey branching. It's yeah, when you, you jumping from one vine to another. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Happened to me on my on my last big relationship before maps. It broke my heart. It was fucked up. It was not okay. Yeah, they didn't it's have the, sex. It's the single. It's the it's single worst thing you can do to someone. Deception that that's and that is cheating. That's cheating. There's no other way around it. But mate, thank you. I'm gonna thank you. Uh, yeah, no, you're 100 right. And like maybe we should talk again about more detail into that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it here because I gotta go. Well, mate, um, next time, next time I would like to um, delve into um, what my experience going through the court system was like with Sophie, if you wouldn't mind. I'm more than happy. Like, look, that I didn't want to air that information. She yeah. did, and so now I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down the truth of what really uh -huh. happened because I'm not gonna. I, I don't feel comfortable with her having her and Megan and Bronte and Megan mm. out there spinning these bullshit narratives 
when they haven't got any of the facts straight. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. none of the facts straight. And I've got a real problem with that because I actually do care about the truth and the facts. Yeah. And Megan's complete indifference to the truth just, yeah. in my eyes, makes her inept at her job. And that's yeah, why I she's 30 years old living with her I think there's a lot of people out there that would want to hear it. And I think uh, it's important that you need to tell your side of the story. And I'm here to let you tell your side of the story. Um, and I think we definitely should do another chat sometime soon. But before we go, is there any last thing that you want to let the public know about yourself or what you're doing now and what's going on in your world? Um, mate, I'm just trying to distance myself as much as possible from this experience. Like, Maths was a really negative experience for me. And after the show has been a really negative experience for me. Not all, not all of it. I've met some really amazing people through the journey, yourself included. Um, you know, and I've made some really great friends through the journey, yourself included. But the, the funny thing is about people like Megan is they want to play the victim and they want to talk about mental health, but she's got no problem ripping my fucking oh, ass yeah, apart. Exactly, mate. Exactly. You know what I mean? She's got no problem. She's got no problem slandering and trying to say defamatory and derogatory things about me. It's so hypocritical. The double standard, not just with Megan, with so much of the media and so many people in so many positions of power, the double standard in this day and age is gaping and something needs to be done about it. And and Goodman, I I think you're a stand-up guy. You're, You're a single dad. I think you're a role model for young men. And I think... You, you did nothing wrong on that show. And I think anyone that thinks you're a bad guy or a villain is, A, you know, very simplistic and, and taking a very simplistic view of things. B, need to, like, take a step back and not take a reality TV show so seriously. And, mate, let me just say, I think there are a lot of people out there that get it and a lot of people out there that think you're a good guy and don't buy into all the bullshit. So don't let those assholes get you down. And your mental health is important. And I care about you, mate. You're a good guy. And that's that's all I have to say on that matter. Thank you, Dan. Love you, bro. No worries, bro. I'll chat again soon.